Good day, good people. And this is the podcast of the African American Cultural Arts and History Center located in Burlington, North Carolina. I'm James. And I'm Shanice. And we have our special guest, Mr. Roger Moore. Say hey to the people. Hello, everyone. All right. And so um, Roger's going to be our special guest today, and we're going to talk a little bit um, about his spot here. Uh, we're here at Petra, and we're going to learn more about that. We're going to talk a little bit before about some of the things that are going on in the community, and um, we're just going to have some fun. Again, we are the African American Cultural Arts and History Center, and we are just glad you're here. We are all about empowering the past, celebrating the present, and shaping the future. So one of the first things we want to talk about, y'all, um, Alamance County School Board has been in the uh, news a lot. The uh, mold situation, we believe, has been uh, dealt with. But now the they have finally got around to beginning the process of filling the uh, empty seat that was held by um, Ms. Patsy Simpson. And um, according to what I've seen, at least on the Facebook page of um, ABSS, uh, overwhelming uh, sentiment for Mr. Senegal Rogers, mm -hmm. and I believe he got the next highest um, vote count during the last election. So, um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, um, me personally, I don't, I don't think there has. It, well, right now, is written rules on how to handle a vacancy when it happens in the middle of um, a term, mm -hmm. um, and I think the rule should be that it goes to the runner-up. Mm -hmm. um, in the event that a person steps down or if something else may happen to that person, I think it should go to the runner up. So I think, you know, it makes sense for it to be Seneca um, in this situation that he, he, you know, and unless he is offered the position and, and decides to turn it down, then I think it should be opened up to the public. But mm -hmm. I think the initial process should definitely be um, the runner up should, should have that position. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think he's an amazing guy. He's been um, working toward this for a while now, and it, it would make more sense for it to go to the runner-up before they open it up to the public. Um, I, I totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, So do you think um, the school board is going to do the right thing? Because um, ultimately, it's up to them, right? Um, we know that um, Ms. Simpson... Um, wasn't always, um, I guess, the most well-liked person on the board because she was able to speak uh, truth to power sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's obvious that she was speaking for a group of people in the county that maybe felt like they didn't have a voice. And so I think it seems to me, based on the over 200 um, comments that I've seen, that the expectation is that you replace her with someone who will give a voice to folks mm -hmm. uh, who right now they just don't feel like they they have a voice on the school board? Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to like look at a picture of all the whole board on the page, but mm -hmm. I can't find one. I just want to see what it looks like now, how diverse it is now. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I bet. laughs> and that's not talking negatively about any um, current sitting school board member, um, but I have been um, very open and vocal in saying that I 
personally believe that the school board should be reflective of um, the students. Of the students, yeah. Families around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There needs to be a Latino on the council. I mean, yeah. that's like a big portion of mm-hmm. Alamance County. Alamance County is very diverse compared to other counties in this state, and. You know, I just feel like this county, their board should be representative of what the school looks mm-hmm. like, what our mm-hmm. county looks like, and our county is very diverse. And yes. so, um, unfortunately, um, our board right now is all white presenting. Um, and I just, I, I agree. I think we need a Latino mm-hmm. um, or Latinx person on the board. Um, I believe we need a person um, of African American heritage and descent mm-hmm. on the board as well. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I think what we have here is a really good opportunity for um, for the board to one to to do the right thing to actually respond to what the people say they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you know Facebook is not the end all, the be all, and I'm sure they've been hearing from other people <laughs> yes, as well yes. saying, "Well, you put in whoever you want," you know, which you can do that, but you work for the people, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily choose. I only speak for these people or I only work for these people or I only work for the people that voted for me. Uh, I think there's a certain, you know, responsibility to make sure that everyone is represented. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it just makes sense. It would, it would be a very great gesture given the history of our County, especially when it comes to politics, it would be a huge gesture on their part to just do that. Um, but it is something that I think people expect them to do as well. And so if they don't do it, it will be interesting to see what will happen. I do know that some people on, on the, um, in the comments, they're already saying, look, you know, you guys dropped the ball on the mold thing. Mm-hmm. And so I think anybody that's on the board right now is probably suspect when it comes time for the next election. Oh yeah. Right? Sure, you know, sure. so I think everybody is vulnerable and it would go a long way if they would say, Wow, you know, let's put this guy in. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And that's just on Facebook. So I can imagine yeah, emails like, that they've mm-hmm. gotten, yes. other places that they've you know, people mm-hmm. said, look, you know, pick this guy, right? So um and yeah. And to speak on, on this because I, I have questions now. Um and I don't know if we're gonna get the answers here today. Um but just wanting to pose this question because I see a lot of people saying, you know, you know, they can put whoever they want. So what do we do as people, as community, or what can we do as the community to advocate um for Seneca or for whoever else? Um what does that process look like? You know, just in in and I don't know if they put, did they put out a call to action for for anybody to cast, put their hat in the ring or? Yes. So, mm. so, so basically, according to the Facebook page from, from ABSS, um, they basically have put out a call for letters of interest. So you and I, well, I couldn't because I don't live in Alamance County, but if you live in Alamance County, you can send a letter of interest, say that I'm interested uh, I don't know if you can send a letter for someone else because that was a question that someone oh, asked, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know. But um, but they said that you can send a letter, and then at some point they will consider all the letters. People have until October 9th to um, send their letters in and to that can be um, like ABSS. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So now my next question is. Um, so are they only choosing from the letters that will be submitted? That's a good question. 
And again, because we don't know the rules, and some people even ask, so what's the process? Because folks were concerned, for example, that they waited so long to, to, to fill this position. And um, I don't want to speculate too much as to why, but we, we, we certainly wonder, you know, months and months and months that this seat has been over, I mean, mm -hmm. open. And with all the things that have gone on, you know, we have the opening of school, the uh, mode issues or whatever, you need every voice possible. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I really appreciate the fact that even, even though she is not in the seat, um, Patsy has really stepped up trying to be that voice. Oh yeah, just like she was when mm -hmm. she was in the seat. Mm -hmm. But Damn you know, before. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, and so I think that's been great. And 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 while we appreciate that, I think the people deserve to have someone that that they approve of, uh, someone that they certainly have shown through their vote that this would be a good person, that this is the person that they mm -hmm. want. So mm -hmm. so I think we're we're really anticipating, and I guess we'll have to wait until sometime in October to find out what what that um, process is going to be. But like we do with, with, with all things, um, whether or not it's the um, you know, school board or county commissioners or city councils or anything like that, you know, we, we encourage you to go to these meetings, speak up, mm -hmm. um, speak your piece. Uh, I think that at some point uh, people will see, wow, you know, um, there's a lot of sentiment for this person. You know, uh, what he got 23,000, over 23,000 votes in the last election. Um, that's not something to sneeze at, right? Yeah. And, and, and so I think it's really crucial that um, people step up and con continue to be vocal. If, if this is the person that you want, just continue to be vocal, um, continue to let the people that are on the board now know. Um, mm -hmm. Speak to your friends and speak to other people. Um, Facebook is not the only way to go, you know. No, it ain't. So. But it's a powerful way. I'm it is. Yeah. Here it looking is. at the comments and oh, the you know, comments will have people, you. A lot of people mm -hmm. have spoken out yeah. for sure yeah. on this one post mm -hmm. right here. But mm -hmm. I, I want to say this because, um, you know, me as being part of the millennial generation um, because I just recently found out that the generation after me is on Instagram um, and they not on Facebook which oh, I, I okay. find fascinating yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to say we as a people we do um, a lot of opinionating on Facebook mm -hmm. and I think sometimes it needs to be taken outside these platforms which is why I oh, asked the sure. question like you know how do the people advocate um, is it sending in a letter is it you know pinging the county commissioner yes, saying hey letters, yes. yeah because I, I think mail, mail so get on the that's the only other way to get to people it, yeah it's like yes yeah, internet Facebook but then it's like the mail is the next direct line yeah to get to everybody mm -hmm. somehow mm -hmm. Because everybody has a mailbox. Everybody has a mailbox. <laughs> so, right, Some of us right. check our mailbox more than others. I need to do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know that you're absolutely right. Um, and and just to bring this up, because we had talked about this earlier this year, a lot of people were upset about um, taxes being increased, uh, which for for them it felt like it happened overnight, even though it didn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. But then it was like, well, where where are our media outlets? Which is part of why we started this this podcast because it's like where are we getting our news yeah, and that's why I, I, I agree with that totally. yeah like the news our local newspapers of course have been struggling um the element 
uh, news is, I think they're doing twice a week now, maybe. Mm. Um, and then the Times News, they're still out there, but I don't even... Sorry, Times yeah. News, if y'all listening, some I'm sorry. I don't see none of y'all paper. <laughs> I do go online from time to time. Yes, yes. But, you know, the Alamance News, I can pick that up from Food Line mm-hmm. for a dollar and some change. So, I, you know, um, but I think how are people staying informed about what's happening locally and how do... How do they participate in this decision-making process or how do they even help to change the decision-making process? Because I do think, you know, if we can get out letters to county commissioners, letting them, letting them mm-hmm. know that we care about this community and we want to, you know, for them to make the best decision in our best interest. So um, just finding new ways to do that because I do think, um, I agree for sure. you know, everybody's not on Facebook. I know I am, but... And and apparently everybody older than me is, but right. <laughs> well, this is great. This is like um, well, you remember when me and you took the picture, um, for the newspaper? Yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it took me forever to try to find that newspaper. Yeah, I had to go to like mm-hmm. five different stores. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when we'd sat and talked with the guy, I mean, they are trying like their hardest. I do yes. think that they just need a younger person in there, also with them, to mm-hmm. just kind of come up with something for the terms. But we as a county need, we don't have a Fox 8 News. We don't have right. a, yeah. a radio show that we all can listen to. Mm-hmm. We um, need to fill those positions for sure. Yeah. So, um, That's right. I was going to try to start working on that. That's like a year's project. That's something that probably won't be where we want it until like five years. But we yeah. all got to start. And this is right. a start. Like, right. This is a start. A podcast I want to do is a start. Um, my plan is to have like a just internet radio show. You download an app and then you can just get some type of general right. information. You yeah. put, put the show yes. together in two days mm-hmm. and kind of replay it. But mm-hmm. I've always said like Alamance County needs a news source somehow because without it, I just feel like people get more divided. Mm-hmm. And it That's makes right. everyone mm-hmm. go to their own little pockets and their own yeah. little news sources and know where they want to get their information That's from right. and they right. never yeah. will hear or get information or see another side of mm-hmm. anything else because they just want to pick their one that's little right. thing yep. they get their news from and if that's the only option in this town like you know yeah. so we need um that's something we should definitely work on especially for like black and brown people because mm-hmm. where do we get our news from where, where do we see where our events are happening and that's you know? and that is Everything you just said, yes, yes, yes. Because when when in the creation of this podcast, I was like, that's what I'm trying to yeah. do. And I was like, I, this may not be it, it you know, because I don't. But it will start a ripple effect. Yeah, that's it right. will start. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if somebody else runs and takes it, good. Because, <laughs> yes. it, and, you know. That's, that's why I do what I do. I'm like, somebody you know, run to take it. And, and that's, the, that's the thing. I'm not a journalist. And, and Mr. Shields not a journalist. He's a historian. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of everything else. Um, <laughs> but, you know. We wanted to have some sort of platform where people can hear the news, and my idea mm-hmm. was radio. But I don't, I don't know yeah. how to get to radio because mm-hmm. I still listen to radio. I, I still listen to radio. Mm-hmm. I, st- I still do. Look, I even though sorry, Steve Harvey, <laughs> if you listening to this, I'm not the biggest fan, but I do listen to your morning show. Okay. Um, I do listen to words. that Strawberry Letter. I set my alarm mm-hmm. at, every morning at eight oh three just so I can turn my radio. <laughs> wow. So I can have my junk for the day. But anyway, um, but bless you, Steve Harvey. I'm, I'm a slight fan. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I wanted it to be something as easy accessible as radio has mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't always feel like.
like podcasts are easy accessible, and just because you got to download an app, you got to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scroll down to find right. That's right. Yeah, and I don't listen to podcasts that often. Um, and when I do, it's usually later in the evenings when I'm yeah, cooking yeah, or yeah. something. Um, but I, I, for me, I was like, what's that? What's that radio station that I can that somebody can turn on on their way to work mm-hmm. at six a.m. while they're taking that drive, yeah. or seven a.m. while they're taking that right. drive, and they can just turn on their radio and they hear it. Mm-hmm. And it ain't gotta be us, it ain't gotta be my voice, but that that station that will get you connected to what's yes, happening right. locally, letting you right. know, hey, there's a book bag drive over at yes, such and such yes. church. Mm-hmm. There's this happening. Right. There's you know, like there needs to be some sort of media, and I think. Um, Blackwell Funeral Home, because I don't want to forget about them, but they do have their their local paper that runs as well. They do. That's yeah. right. That's yes, right. and so, and they are, they've been doing that for, I don't even know how many years. And they always well, ask for people to, to yeah. you know, for content. I want to so. I I go uh, meet with them. Yeah. I didn't know about that, but yeah. Yeah, so I, they, I want their papers here. I want to make sure. Yeah, yeah so they have the, their papers that run faithfully, and they've been doing it for years, so they have a format. So I do think, you know, with partnerships mm-hmm, like that, we mm-hmm. can get access to that that information and, and be able to broadcast that. But that is the no, gigantic sure. goal. So whoever yeah, wants to be a part of this mission, <laughs> yeah, whoever wants to be a part of this mission, y'all can contact yeah, us at the right. center. We are, we need hands. We need people that are ready. But um, don't want to take up too much time. Yeah, yeah, and I think the last thing I just want to add, you know, this is not... You know, this is not a new thing. You know, I'm, I'm I'm showing my age here, but back in the day, black radio was actually owned by black people. Oh, mm-hmm. And so you got True what was happening concept. at the churches, what mm-hmm. was happening, you know, with the, you know, with the school supply thing or whatever. And or if somebody who needed help or there was going to be a rally or the NAACP yeah. is doing mm-hmm. this, that or the other. Um, you know, I remember um, once again, showing my age, but I remember when. Martin Luther King was shot and killed, and the black stations were telling people, "We got to be calm, mm-hmm. we got to chill, yes, yes, because yes, they're yes, because yes. they're waiting for us to go out and act yeah, up." Mm-hmm. And 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 I'll never forget because I was living in Virginia, and this guy, um, Daddy Jack Holmes, and people knew him; he was respected. And so when he's telling people, "Stay at home, stay out of yeah. trouble." They did it, wow. right? Mm-hmm. And, and and you know we don't have that anymore. I mean, there there, there are plenty of so called. They don't even call them black stations anymore. Now they're urban, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever that means, right? And so, um, but if you look at who owns the stations, most of the stations are only owned by two or three corporations, mm-hmm. and you know they choose what yeah. gets played. Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. like when you turn on the radio. And you hear certain types of music and say, why they keep playing that stuff? Because oh, tell me about it. it's almost <laughs> like, it's almost like, well, so when I was in the business, the one thing that frustrated me in terms of uh, music that they were paying, one, one thing that people don't know, they were paying a lot of the uh, gangster rap people more money mm-hmm. because that's what they wanted to promote. And that's what, because their you music is an agenda. Right. For sure. You know, whereas Corporate. you had folks like the Cool Mo D and X Clan and people like that, mm-hmm. um, KRS One and stuff that they were promoting, but they couldn't make any money off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so let's promote Two Live Crew and things right. like that. No, you know, I, I see. You know, I and study that. yeah. And so I think. We, we, we have to re recapture our own media 
and it's not to say that we're separatists or whatever, but our perspective is different. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say with that, it's like, um, I feel like it is our responsibility, like as a county, like us, to make our own kind of news source for the county. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got one or two jams, all these other stations that are probably mm-hmm. owned by the same two corporations, mm-hmm. and they funnel and control what those people say mm-hmm. uh, or, or put out, you know. But as like, uh, there needs to be community radio stations. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like one or two jams and all these other ones. They're good to listen to music when you're in your car. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, keep those. Y'all can keep doing what y'all doing. <laughs> but it needs to be like, to me, if I was like the president or some or mayor, it would be like every county would just have their kind of like individual mm-hmm. radio station. Or it can be an online radio station. Because um, that's what I'm trying to do is do an online one because I think it's easier if um, people just kind of download an app mm-hmm. that lives in Alamance County. But of course, the real easy thing would be just to be on the radio. But mm-hmm. I think that that costs get like, and now they're not even putting yeah. AM and electric cars or new cars. So yeah. That, I worked, watched a whole documentary about like how AM radio, not in electric cars is going to be detrimental to like communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where if like right. any like bad accident happened, like they go on the AM because FM mm-hmm. isn't going to work. So That's you're right. not going to know like if a tornado yeah. was coming or mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's yeah. like, so yeah, that's all topic, but that was so awesome. But I think mm-hmm. that us as like, like who we are, mm-hmm. um, us and more people causing this ripple effect, but it does need to, I think the community should have their like own station. I mean, I think like, uh, when, when they say like urban, I, I was thinking like, do they call it that now? Because it's like, I know it's like a word they came up with just for, for the areas, mm-hmm. but do they call it that because now the areas are so mixed? Like, you know, like, like kind of like how it's pop like music. There was like a yes. black area yeah. in town one time, right? Mm-hmm. And they would call that, okay, like, well, like we need a black radio st- show for like this section of town, right? Mm-hmm. But then Hispanics move in, Latinos, mm-hmm. different people. Mm-hmm. So instead of calling it like a black radio station, do they call it an urban, urban radio to station? Include everybody. Yeah. Or is it urban because of like the type of music? But I think most most places, if you hear them say urban, mm-hmm. whether it's a positive thing or a negative yeah. thing, they usually mean black, right? <laughs> yeah. For example, yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. know, I, I I don't listen to what they call terrestrial radio, mm-hmm. but I listen to the satellite stuff, and mm-hmm. and the station that I used to listen to, it was the black station and had the black talk show people. And it used to be called The Power. Oh, I heard about that. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. now they call it Urban View. (laughs) Okay. Hmm. You know, and I'm like, you know. Yeah. I like The Power better. I do too. Mm -hmm. But again, you've got corporations. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the people who are corporate don't look like us. Right. right. I don't know if we want that to be called The Power. Right. So let's just Mm -hmm. call it Urban View. Mm -hmm. Because then people know either I can find it. Or I can scroll right, by it right, because right, it says right, right. urban, right? Whereas if it says the power, you're not sure and you may stop. Mm-hmm. Let me see what that yeah, is, yeah. right? But if you're I not agree, interested, agree, you know, okay, so, yeah. So I think, um, you know, words are powerful and, 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 are. and how they use them as we know. So, <laughs> so um, all right. So this has been great. Let's, 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 let's move on. Uh, again, we have our guest, Mr. Roger Moore, and we are here at this beautiful spot, uh, Petra. Um, so Roger, tell us about Petra and, and why is it and how is it and so yeah. 
Um, I was trying to like think in my head what I was going to say when this was asked, but this is all <laughs> kind of like a um, brainchild that I had been working on probably since I was 21. Like it's always been an idea to open up a business in downtown Burlington that helped other creatives. Like I've wanted to do this since I graduated, honestly, and started getting involved in the community. Um, and when I met like Ian, the mayor, and started meeting basically everyone that joined down the line, like it was always kind of my passion to open a space because I wanted this space for myself, like just a space <laughs> I can come in and be able to create content, work right. for themselves, stuff. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like a lot of other people want that and need mm-hmm. something like that. So that was kind of my inspiration for this. Um, it did. I always tell people, like, be careful what you wish for and manifest because sometimes, like, if you really do put those thoughts and stuff, like, it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened a lot, like, faster than I thought. Um, so I just kind of manned up and took on the role of opening this place because I just wanted, I looked at the opportunity that the space was right in downtown Burlington. It was easy access to a lot of different things, and it was already kind of built for what I wanted to turn it into. Mm-hmm. Um, with the desk and the lobbies and everything but it it was more just the passion like my friends seeing them all be creatives seeing them not have a space where they can work and be more creative Mm -hmm. because like you know some of them have kids some of them can't be in their art studio and you know so I was like let me make a like work from home office like for people who work at home but want to get out of the house Mm -hmm. and um that's how this came up with um petra burlington and i came up with the name because petra is an ancient city in jordan and it was part of the silk road and it was established by a bunch of entrepreneurs and artists and creators just Mm -hmm. finding this kind of city in the middle of the desert and they were like oh this is it and uh, they carved amazing buildings in the walls. They, like, made their own... They, they figured out a way to basically make a forest in the middle of the desert by, like, playing with water and, and all this stuff. And it was just, like, the diversity. It was so... That's, that's the main reason. It was because it was, like, people from all over coming together. And they, like, just had a common thing to make sure that we make this city work. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a very diverse city. And um, everyone had something to bring to the table mm-hmm. and that's what I was like okay well that's kind of what Petra is it's like every artist is artist is business owners it's all of this in one yeah. building so that's that's how I came up with the name for it well that is um that is such a perfect name I did not know that backstory about the name I was just like there's a p on the wall and there yeah. was Petra. <laughs> well the building used to be Pledgeman's Architect uh, and so when I got first came in the building I was like, okay, I know a thousand people are going to ask me, what's this P stand for? So I got to like come up with a name that starts with a P. And like it was going to be called like Propel Co-working Space or something mm-hmm. like Propel in Life. I'm glad I didn't call it that because yeah. I just don't like that one. But I was the story's like, not as cool. yeah. And so <laughs> the night before I was like filing the name and everything, I watched the ancient documentaries all day. It's really all I do is watch like history documentaries about like ancient humans, ancient cultures. I, I, spend, I spend probably three hours a day, sometimes all day, just watching these things. And um, so it was just a night before I was just sitting there laying and then this like two hour Petra documentary came on and it was like, you know, I was just reading it and I learned stuff that I hadn't learned about Petra before mm-hmm. in that documentary. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just call it Petra Burlington. 
Oh, look at It was like the night before. So I'm glad that documentary came up in my YouTube suggestions. Divine timing. <laughs> right. Divine timing. And that's what I tell people. It's divine yeah. timing. Uh, how I got this building, everything. I tell people divine timing is the most important thing. You might want things, but to me, I always have this theory. I'm like, you get everything you want. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get everything you want. It might not happen when you want it, but you get, like, everything you want. If you want it bad enough, it's right. going to happen. And I just tell people, like, um, divine timing. And that's how this building happened. That's how the name happened. Mm-hmm. That's how, and, you know, I'm here helping other people with dreams. And that's all I wanted was them yeah. to have a space to be able to come in and work and focus on themselves mm-hmm. um, and not, and work together. Like, all of us here, we all support each other. We It's, it's like we're a family. Like, we promote each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. We will come up in and set up with events to make sure that we're helping somebody else's mm-hmm. businesses and make see how we all can contribute. So yeah. that's it's like a family. It's like a, like a little uh, community. That's why I, I like yeah. the name. <laughs> no, it, I think that's perfect. And I wanted to go back to something you said because you brought up manifesting. Mm-hmm. And I 100% believe in that. Mr. Shields and I all the time, I'm yes. like, I literally will say something and next week, I, look, <laughs> there it is. It, <laughs> so, so I completely believe in manifesting, but I wanted to talk you to talk more about your spiritual journey and because I also know that you have crystals yeah, and yeah. other things. So first of all, tell me how you, well, your background, because I'm pretty sure just like most people in the South, you mm-hmm. grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and so did I. So, yeah. so I would like for you to talk more about your spiritual background and how did you get to the place you are now and, and the beliefs that you have now? Okay, we're going to tell the light story because <laughs> the other story just kind of offends people sometimes. But it was like, uh, yeah, I did grow up in the church. It was, um, I started going to churches in Burlington, but I was like kind of too young to remember those. At like eight, I moved to Stokesdale, which is um, kind of like by Summerfield, Oak Ridge. And we were just on this like one street that had this church at the end of the street that like everybody on the street went to. It was like mm-hmm. one of them like little country churches, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> me and my little brother were the only black people in that whole church. Like, <laughs> but it wasn't like some big church. It was like right. probably like a hundred to two hundred people. Like just mm-hmm. one of those small little white churches on a field. Like yeah. that's what it was <laughs> with a mountain view. And so. Um, I feel like I've always been curious about life since a child. Like just when I was born, I just, things that were told to me just didn't make sense. Like stuff they wanted us to believe. I always questioned everything. I always thought that whatever someone's telling you isn't the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. and it could be the truth, but I just always in my mind played a game that Mm -hmm. it wasn't. And it was like that. I mean, just as a child. So when I started going to that church and just, you know, going to Bible study and them telling me the things, it just, I just, I just to me, it was always more to the story. <laughs> and I would ask them serious questions and they couldn't like give me an answer that I felt was true. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, w- I would go just because I respect everyone's religion. Like mm-hmm. I would basically be in there pretending, which I guess would be being fake, but mm-hmm. I didn't want them to like, just think that I was some like demonic child. Cause that's what they would have thought if I would have asked too many questions and played right. with crystals and brought my crystals to church. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> don't bring your church. So I didn't like, I basically just went, cause I mean, and to me, I love the atmosphere of church. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I loved seeing the people like praising. I mean, mm-hmm. it was weird because I was like just looking out, looking at it from like an outside view, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed it there. Um, so like years of that, years of that, then we moved. My mom um, started taking us to like a black Baptist church. 
of course I felt more accepted there. I mm-hmm. felt like, wow, okay, I'm with people, my color, my stories, this and that. Um, but it was still the kind of like watching from the outside. Mm-hmm. And I'll, this whole time I'm doing that, like from probably as a child, like I kind of just always been into going in the woods and collecting stuff and talking to the trees. Like I've mm-hmm. always been this nature, nature person. And I thought that was natural. Like to me, that was religion is going out there in the woods, being thankful for the trees, talking to the animals, picking up crazy things and bringing them back. Like, you know, and to me, I, that was so natural to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I thought everybody was like that. Honestly, <laughs> I was just like, maybe everybody started off like this. And then I just did a lot of deep thought, like, I'm always like that, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I see something, and I was, like, full circle, try to just analyze yeah. it in every type of way. But we started going to different churches, and um, just eventually it just got to the point where, like, I was like, I can't go to church. I would just be going in there, I would fall asleep every time. <laughs> I would try my best to stay awake. Like, I mean, I don't know what it was, but it was just as soon as the passing up there with that Bible, it was like, <laughs> 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 like, I don't know what it was. Like, but then, um, funny thing is, like, my dad, I mean, we don't really have like a relationship, but he's a pastor. Um, his grandma's like very spiritual, um, but she's like one of those like Christians that's like a witch. You know what I mean? Like like light witching. I guess it would be like hoodoo, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they're like or Santeria. I don't know which one it is, but it's like they're Christians, but they like are still into some type of like light magic and white mm-hmm. magic and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So she was like that. Um, and when I told her about, like, my gifts and stuff, she was like, I knew it was going to be passed down to you. We had, like, this, like, five-hour oh, wow. conversation one day. This is, like, me when I was older. We had this, like, long conversation. Wow. Um, but that was how my spiritual journey kind of, like, it was kind of like I felt like I couldn't learn it. So I just kind of was out of it. Now, when I was going through a lot of trouble, and I had, I've been to, like, prison and jail over stuff, um, just being young and dumb. But when I was in prison, I tried to like, you know, I was like, well, maybe the spiritual thing is why I'm in this, like, because I didn't believe in God. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. but so, um, yeah, so I read the whole Bible in prison. I made it my like mission. I was like, I'm going to make sure I read this book every day. And I separated like chapters and made sure I did that to make sure that mm-hmm. I would finish the Bible before I went out. I like prayed. And then what made me definitely stop is because I was trying to like pray to be like different. I was like mm-hmm. praying. I was like, pray to make me straight, pray to make me like not have certain mm-hmm. desires, pray basically stuff that was me mm-hmm. all my life. I was trying my best to like pray them away. And it was like, kind of, you know, I was like going with it in prison. Cause you know, that, what, what else do you have to do in prison? You're right. like in there. So it's like, but then a couple days before I got out, like, yeah, I did finish the Bible a couple days before. And then I had a big whole clearer picture like I had like a wow, it's a book that I mean it should be respected, but it's a book that was written by a man. To me, I don't like believing in anything that another person creates. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that we should create our own beliefs, our own mm-hmm. religion, our own. I think everybody should, you know. Mm-hmm. And so when I got out, I was like, was I really trying to like pray to be different? Like really try to like take mm-hmm. away what made me who I am, what made me learn who I am. Um, just that and so then that's when I think I like left religion as a whole and because by that time when I finished it I, I was with, on that theory that just a man wrote mm-hmm. this like who knows what who, who knows if it's even true like mm-hmm. this man just was, wrote this right. and that's like with most religions and I mean it's not like I don't like can like I don't think nothing bad about people who believe in them but it's just like I personally don't like following something that I didn't create or feel mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's kind of my religion. I mean, my spirituality yeah. story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like what flows. I just believe like we follow nature's patterns. We just do good. Um, if anything, I'm more of like a hermetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like ancient Egyptian kind of mm-hmm. principles, like duality, the all is all. It's, it's really mm-hmm. not that many laws. To me, it's common sense. It's always <laughs> it's been common sense. Simple. But like when I go talk to people, they're like, no, it's not that. I'm like, it makes way more sense if you look at it this way. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, the Bible is saying a lot of ancient things that's just passed down and put in different words. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to me, I just rather go to the source, like the source of the all. Mm-hmm. And that's what dictates my life. Mm-hmm. And that's what I go to. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that story. <laughs> that I, was a long one. Huh? No, it's, it's, this is perfect, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's probably somebody out there who's on their own spiritual yeah. journey and who probably grew up in a very Christian household in a church um, and may not understand it all, but this is what they were told mm-hmm. and this is how you mm-hmm. were brought up. And so you're trying to find you know, your spiritual journey. I, I know people now who are not um, actively in the church, but are on a spiritual yeah. journey. And so, right. you know, whatever I think works for you and, you know, how you feel spiritually, that is, that's a personal journey. And yeah. whether it leads you to God and Christianity and mm-hmm. Jesus, mm-hmm. or whether it leads you to other things and that is a gift that does pass down. Mm-hmm. I, I know people uh, with yeah. that gift. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like it's intuition. It's yeah. like, um, I have a lot of dreams about the future a lot. I can like see exactly what I'm doing in the next weeks and stuff. It's, 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 I don't know what it is, but that's what kind of made me realize that there's a bigger picture. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just used to didn't think they were gifts. I thought everybody thought like this. I right. thought that mm-hmm. everybody had, everybody went through this. I thought everybody had visions. I thought everybody could like kind of feel like what an animal is trying to say to you. Like, yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. like everybody was like that until like, you yeah. know, getting older, getting called weird in certain situations. But like, yeah, I, I admire those now and definitely like use them to keep myself calm and help me through life. And I use it to help others. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the main thing. So that's what I was going to say. Like, I'll, I'll, to me, it was like growing up, I always wanted to be a pastor. This was before my dad was a pastor, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like a Christian pastor. I wanted to be like, <laughs> I wanted my church to be like in the woods. Everybody met like on a Sunday. We right. all like go in the woods. We all like sit on the ground. <laughs> we feel the moss. We meditate yes. under the trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yes. was like, this is church. <laughs> but you know, I think sometimes you have to take yourself to nature to center yourself oh, because right. you it's right. like, you, you know, being closer to the earth. Um, mm-hmm. I, so personal thing about me, I lo- watch a lot of negative afraid uh, me too. but <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the shows I yes, Y'all but, see. <laughs> <laughs> but i love it because if you notice even people who aren't very religious mm-hmm. when they go three four days without food everything is thank you oh god gosh, thank yeah. you yeah, like yeah, yeah. and it's like well who are they saying thank you to? and then i think about how the native americans right. were and they always gave thanks mm-hmm. for if they had to kill an animal and i've seen it even on naked and afraid even if they killed the animal whatever mm-hmm. it was they was like saying thank you. Yes, yes. And yes. there's a can't remember um, what the girl's name was, but she was the first um, black woman to compete in Naked and Afraid, and she ended up having to do the challenge solo. And she oh did gosh, it in like a place that nobody else had yes, survived. Yes, yes. And if you notice, the whole time she is like, "Thank you, thank you." Like yes, the, whole the whole time, <laughs> yeah. She was one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, I need to look her. Up. I need to try to find her. Yes, that and that I, I keep thinking about like how one I do believe we can talk to the trees and my mom was doing it as well when she was young I was talking to the animals she was talking to the trees 
<laughs> but but I do, and you know, once again, if you are a Christian and you read the Bible, it, it says that we have dominion over the birds and, mm-hmm. and the field mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And so I still believe that. I still believe we, like... Oh yeah, Mr. Shields will hear me talking to. If I see a bug crawling, you better get out of here. <laughs> you better. To me, you, they don't understand the words, but it's the energy and the tone. Yes. That's why like animals, that's yes. why dogs, like they don't understand really the words, mm-hmm. but it's like the deliverance that's and right. tone is yes. an energy. Yes. And that energy hits them so they can understand. Right. It. Yes, I used to have a contract with the uh, lizards on the front porch. <laughs> I did. I did. We we had an understanding. Only come out at a certain time. <laughs> yeah. okay? but, but, but you know, I I kind of take issue with. With this idea that we have dominion yeah, mm-hmm. over as opposed to you know we we kind of have this relationship I look mm-hmm. at it whether it's with the trees exactly. or the lizards or even the roach that we don't want in our house mm-hmm. you know whatever um, because my wife was like y'all don't need to be in here right yeah, you know tell you don't make me go there right <laughs> but <laughs> yeah but to me it just makes sense if we believe that God created all of this how how do you get close to God? Mm-hmm. And, and and you go to the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a we have a tree where I used to work at Guilford College. It's a three hundred year old tree, and we know that the Underground Railroad happened in that tree. Wow! And you, the first time I went there and I touched the tree, and you can just feel yeah. the vibe from people, that tree, yeah, right? Yes. You know, yeah. The same thing. And um, you know, I I took a woman out there one time. First time she had been out there, and she touches the tree, and she just broke down crying. Oh my god, I bet yeah. you know. And yeah. so, and that so, energy. yeah, that, that energy mm-hmm. and and that vibration. And I think that when you can step away from the dogma, mm-hmm. uh, that you can get closer to God, no, right? That, I, you know, that's what I believe. I think mm-hmm. you have to go through the pits of mm-hmm. hell to mm-hmm. get to God. Like yeah. it's a weird thing because right. you have to go through depression. You have to go through. Mm-hmm. I mean, they say, like, ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think in order to find, like, the true source, you really have to, like, like let go of every human construct. Because mm. to me, animals don't go through life, like, worrying, stressing. They don't go through life, like, all this stuff that we have to do. To me, my theory was always live like an animal. Like, mm. try my best to mm-hmm. think and live like an animal. Mm-hmm. Because to me, they're connected to the original source. Like, right. you know, they are probably closer to God than we are. (laughs) Even Mm -hmm. though we can think and come up with concepts and Mm -hmm. religions, but in all reality, animals to me are closer to this source than we are. Mm -hmm. So looking at them and studying them, um, because, you know, that's I think they're closer. So I try my best to live in that theory of like living like an animal, think like an animal, Mm -hmm. respect Mm -hmm. all animals, respect every living thing because no thing is like greater than the next. Right. You know, so... That's how. That's that's another part of it. Oh, and then what I was gonna say, churches. Um, another thing, like, I think that churches should have as many churches you see on the corner in Burlington. I think is more churches in Burlington than restaurants. I don't know. Do not <laughs> get me started. I could like go stand <laughs> on a tower and see a church on every corner. Mm-hmm. But why don't churches have like community gardens at every church? That's right. If it's like a church for the community, like, yeah, they're making money. Some of them are making hella money. But it's like, you can at least put a community garden in the backyard mm-hmm. and have someone tend to it. It's like mm-hmm. little things that I feel the yeah. churches can do more. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yes, you're being in a place of worship and praise, but yes. they don't. You can see these churches in this community, but they don't do nothing for that like block that they're in. 
there's a church, <laughs> like, it's a church on every block. And then every church ain't doing Don't. nothing for those blocks. See, you know? I, it was not my intention <laughs> to take this conversation this way. Mr. Shields knows my feelings. I gotta say this. Well, you know, and you're absolutely right. And this is why I've been wanting to connect with you for a long time because I really feel like we share a lot of the yeah, same. We do, we do. Because. You know, my, and I tell Ms. Shields this all the time, I don't like to put money into any church that I feel like no, does not benefit the community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some churches in this community that I think are doing a good no, job. There are, there are for sure. But I also feel like the church should be there for the community. So mm-hmm. they're, they're, if your church is financially doing well, then the next thing is to be looking out for yes, your members. Yes. So there should not be um, members who are are continuously having financial mm-hmm. challenges. Mm-hmm. No, for I real. think you know the, the the churches should be providing food, which a lot of churches do. A lot do, of do. A does lot of food do, drive. Do really good. Yeah, so there's you know not to. I'm just talking in general, so <laughs> yeah, people in please in general, yes. don't <laughs> don't come for me. This is why I don't need to be on no. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I'm trying to just whew, watch myself. Sure. Um, but at the same time, I I share that that you know if the church is not benefiting the community. What is what good mm-hmm. is it doing? Is it doing? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I can go watch Joel Osteen on TV. I can, right. no, yeah, exactly. I stay can in the house. you know, I can stay in the house and and get my preaching there. I can you know find community at the next community event. That's you know, right. so you know, I think churches that are not doing the best of jobs with benefiting in their community, their strategy should be how can mm-hmm. we benefit the, mm-hmm. the, and just the community yeah, just the that's little, in your block. The, the block, like, yes. If every that's church right. did that, yes. the mm-hmm. city would change. In, and I'm going to be honest, if every church did that, it wouldn't be five to ten on in one mile radius. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because that don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Well, 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 you know, you know they've, they've been, there have been a lot of articles out lately about how attendance at church is going mm-hmm. down. Young people don't go to yeah, church. I mean, I've mm-hmm. been to several churches lately um, since I've been doing this job and going to churches and people have asked me to come and I've noticed the lack of young people, mm-hmm. right? And I just wonder, but, yeah. but the problem with the articles that I've read, a lot of them blame the people and they don't look at the church. What is the church doing? I think a lot of what you mentioned, a lot of young people want to see the church making a difference. In a new age. Not mm-hmm. just in a spiritual yeah. way, mm-hmm. but there are ways that you can make a difference beyond the spiritual. I agree. Or you can do both, right? Mm-hmm. And just like you were saying, you know, you can throw a rock and hit a church, right? <laughs> and if that's true, then should we have people that are hungry? Should we have people that I ride by every day I come to work? that are living in the streets. What are we doing about those folks? Mm-hmm. What are we doing about the woman who's having to deal with domestic violence? And, yeah, and, yeah. and people doing? that we know about, people that we talk about, but what are we doing? And when you have the resources and you don't, then you have to ask yourself, in my opinion, you have to ask yourself then, you know, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. And I don't think we ask, I, I think we're afraid to ask that question, you know, because... I don't believe Jesus would just sit back yeah, and say yeah. that we've got this nice, beautiful church. Let's you know, feed the people first, yeah. mm-hmm. then make the nice, mm-hmm. you know, and beautiful church. But again, I'm like y'all. I mean, I love church. I love going to church. I love, you know, uh, don't get me wrong. I wish they sing more of the old school stuff, but that's yeah. okay. Um, but I, I think that you will bring more young people to church 
if church appeals to them, if church moves them, Mm -hmm. you know, and I would say the same thing, you know, as we talk about, I guess, as a segue into, you know, politics and whatever, if young people don't see that politics makes a difference, Mm -hmm. then why should I vote? Mm -hmm. Then why should I care about, you know, this school board seat? You know, I'm not even in high school anymore. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, so I'm segueing one to keep us safe, away from them, but but oh, yeah. but we just have a few minutes left but I did want to bring up what you thought about in terms of what you see in terms of the future of this county Burlington in particular especially when it comes to youth because I mean you're here um honestly when I was first exposed to you um uh, seeing seeing the video and just seeing the way you carry yourself I said this guy is he's He's Burlington, but he's not Burlington, right? You know, <laughs> and so <laughs> and so is is Burlington in your future? Do you see a future for Burlington, or will will Roger move on to bigger I, and better things, or what? I think no one really loves and has hopes for this town like more than me at times. Mm-hmm. It's like I knew I could have always went and made more money in a different life in other places. I could have moved this business in a bigger city. Um, and a lot of my friends told me to do that. But to me, like, I have always been like what I said in that interview, you got to grow where you're planted. That's right. Like, you know, and it's like to me, Burlington, before I do anything for any other city, I have to do it for this city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just look at it like there needs to be more people to fulfill these certain niches. Um, or if not, the city will get left behind or taken over or, you know, it won't be a inclusive community. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, definitely when I first got involved, like I'm sure when I first met you, remember I was like wanting to run for mayor by the mm-hmm. time I was 30, <laughs> but now I'm 30. And so now I'm like, whoa, let me, let me do it in a few more years. Looking very 40 ish now. It is going to happen because I'm just very passionate about this town. And it's like little ideas like that. Like, trying to make churches appeal to young people by doing mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. gardens or just, I have a lot of these little things that I feel can appeal to definitely our generation and younger. Like, yeah, you can call it a church, but call it like going on adventures and like you gather people and y'all go do things in the community. Then it won't really feel like church, but you're mm-hmm. doing something good in the community. And then maybe younger mm-hmm. people are going to get more involved. It's little things that you can do and just, like you said, word it a little different mm-hmm. and, add an adventure people want to do things i don't think for one what churches is because young people can't don't have an attention span to sit in that seat all day that's right (laughs) so it's like if they were out there preaching and doing something yeah Mm -hmm. i feel Mm -hmm. like a lot more people would go to church that's right (laughs) and i think what people are looking for in our generation when they're looking for a church is what they're really looking for is to connect to community Mm -hmm. and yeah I i think they're just looking for ways to stay engaged but also being on their spiritual journey mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. able to connect spiritually um, with other like-minded people but not so much in like the church setting because yeah. i'm be honest forgive me <laughs> um i'm a little over church i've been in church oh, yeah. my entire uh, life <laughs> and i'd be over it i'd be for real over it like i just Forgive me, because I y'all, I, I talk with some pastors and stuff, too, and I know I've, I've been torn their churches. I hope they don't hear this. Mr. Shields, <laughs> edit this out. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, to me, the structure of church, um, I... It's a little outdated. Yes, it's a little outdated. Mm-hmm. And for me, sometimes I'm like... 
can I just hear the message and then we can gather afterwards and talk a little bit because <laughs> I'm just like, get to the message and play some music while we gathering and stuff. And, you know, I, I don't know. I just, and I do know music is healing because um, we mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. working with Josh Austin and in, in music therapy. So I do believe in oh, that yeah. and having that peace and having that praise and worship. So I do, I like all of that stuff, but I think the, the old timey structure, um, Try not to mention nobody. Um, <laughs> but that old timey structure is a little outdated for the young people, and it I does. think what what they're looking for is connecting to community mm-hmm. in a way, mm-hmm. um, and also staying spiritually engaged. Mm-hmm. So. I so agree. That's, that's mm-hmm. what me and Danielle Lake we're working on this mm-hmm. something something like that, like a spiritual. It's not just uh, like faith, and it's, it's like spirituality. It's, it's putting it all in there, and that's what I was going to bring up. So it's more like. Burlington is my hometown. I'll always kind of try to do most of my events and do my things in Burlington, but I'm, I've tried to look at it now as Alamance as a whole because it's like you can do something good in this city, it'll benefit this city. And mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So now I'm trying to do stuff in Elon with the university. I like live the life of like a thousand people. It, it gets hard and mm-hmm. a lot. Like we can talk about burnout and depression in a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm just now coming out of this realization of uh, people always told me all my life that I like run myself too thin like I try to be involved in everything and do everything I don't even like do what I want to do and time for Mm -hmm. myself these last few months have been hard and reflecting just on me like what do I want to do as a person um am I doing too much stuff to where like when I come to my house I can't even respond to people's messages because I'm so like burned out from Mm -hmm. doing 10 different things with 10 different topics in one day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, but that's why I say like, I love this town and that's why I do it because I feel like I have to f- fill these like cups, mm-hmm. like to make this bigger plan for what I see in 10 years mm-hmm. come together and work. It's like, if I had like a team of like 20 people, I can just come into class and give like 20 people what to do around this community. Mm-hmm. That, that might be what I got to do. Yes. yes. <laughs> but yes. Like, I just like hand people folders. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you focus on getting murals everywhere. You focus on trying to like make sure every um, black and brown, like I want people like those makers that like those things you put, cause your mom mm-hmm. was doing them the things yeah. that like say where historic stuff happens. That's right. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Way more of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And to, I want to make it cool. My mission has always been just to like show young people that they can get involved and do this. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and you know that's that's always been that's why I started early, like because when I seen Ian on that billboard, I just was like, look at this young man mm-hmm. out here in the community running out here trying to make a change. It mm-hmm. inspired me beyond. Mm-hmm. I tell him all the time, like that that moment, like altered my whole life like right. of course I wanted to yeah. always make a difference in my life mm-hmm. but it was like I just didn't want to do it until I was older mm-hmm. I, was, I just thought mm-hmm. it was like an older man's mm-hmm. thing to do like yeah. you just like live your life and then you get older then you go and start doing community stuff yeah it's, that's um, what it seemed like <laughs> but seeing him on that billboard was like no I should start now mm-hmm. and been going since, ever since but yeah now I have been going too hard so it's like I think I want to wait to run for office. Um, I just, I know I need to decide if that's even something I really, really want to do. I don't mm-hmm. want like the spotlight and the pressure mm-hmm. and like, I got to watch every step I take. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for all of that, Yeah. but I do wish that I can like still be in a position to make things happen. And that's what I do. That's what I kind of just, 
come up with a name and an organization. And to me, I give it so much power in my head that I believe mm-hmm. that it's this big, powerful entity. <laughs> so and that's yeah. what keeps it going. That's what keeps me yeah. going. Like the mural project and all of that. So to me, it's, I really, this is my town. I'm going to try my best to get it where I can see it being. It, it's, it's, it's a slow process, but like I said, it starts with art. It starts with preserving history and um, doing events. Like those are my three main things mm-hmm. I do and focus on. And I just feel like if I keep doing that, it'll bring the right people together. People, So many people meet people through me at all. Like mm-hmm. I can just come up with something and then the connections from that is Your what connector, makes yeah. something happen. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I try my best to just c- continue doing all of that for wow. this town, mm-hmm. for this county. And we'll see what the future holds. That's yeah. so cool. That's so cool. Well, that's a good place for us to, yeah. to stop. And but yeah. But before we end, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna say this. So because we're recording this, this will go up on YouTube okay. uh, after I review it. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we have the podcast, which um, Mr. Shields can tell you how to listen to that. But um, I want to say for the people who listen that Roger was part of our 2022, I believe, Power in Place collaborative. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in learning more about Roger or listening to his story, um, there is a clip on um, the Power in Place Elon website. There, If you also go to the center's website, which is A-A-C-A-H, as in Henry, center, C-E-N-T-E-R dot org, you can find his story and others there as well. Um, so I just want to personally say thank you for being our guest yes, today. thank you for um, asking me. This is amazing. Yeah. I love I love doing this because it makes me realize a lot of stuff when I'm talking and getting asked questions. Yeah. Um, anytime. Yeah. Anytime. You might be a permanent host because yeah, I, 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 I love I know. This love is great. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So, yeah. So, um, Roger, thanks very much for being yes, here. This is great. You. We definitely... Uh, looking at parts two, three, four, okay, and five, look. so we will definitely have you back. Okay. Um, but uh, thinking of before we go, um, talking about power in place, uh, we do want to remind everyone that on September 21st at Elon Community mm-hmm. Church that uh, we're going to have a community book club um, discussion, and the book is by Monica Guzman, and it's called I Never Thought of It Like That. I've been reading the book. It is a book that basically is asking you to be open to people who think differently from you. And when you think about all of the things, whether or not you're a MAGA person or a Trump person, or if you're woke or whatever that means, that's a whole nother podcast. But, you know, but, you know, but we, we don't talk to each other. We had mentioned earlier how we use media that we listen to media that, we agree with mm-hmm. and we don't talk to people that we disagree with or maybe we just don't know how. Yeah. And so uh-huh. part of what this book is asking you to do, which I have to admit personally for some people, that's hard for me um, just because some of the points of view of some people actually um, imposes a danger. Mm-hmm. On me personally, mm-hmm. on my person, right? Oh, yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. and so, when you have that, you 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 just wonder. It's like, wow, you know how how can we get on the same page? So, um, so I would encourage people, even if you haven't read the book, um, please come to Elon mm-hmm. Community Church, um, September twenty first, uh, from four to five thirty. Uh, it should be really nice. It should be fun. Uh, please, please come by. It's part of the Power in Place Collaborative. And the last thing we want to do, we want to 
um, take it out. And um, this is the podcast of the African American Cultural Arts and History Center. We're in Burlington, North Carolina, and you can check us out at 2381 Corporation Parkway. And we hope to see you soon and um, look out for the next podcast. You can check out this podcast on SoundCloud under the name of African American Cultural Arts and History Center. And here's my man, Ross Ramu, taking us out. The walk of life is one of spirituality.